Hey, hey y'all. It's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash. And Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay. And, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. Podcast. If you're new here, here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God. B, believing in God's word. E, evolving through Christ Jesus. And Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. That's right. And if you're listening to us at any of our podcast platforms, be sure to hit that follow button. It'll help us out tremendously. Yes. And then for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome back to Obedience Podcast Season 4, Episode 4. And this is Part 3 of our Reborn series. So the objective of the Reborn series is to explain to the new Reborn believers the three fundamentals of being reborn in Christ. Mm -hmm. And those three are relationship with God, obedience to God, and community and discipleship which we will be going over today. But our series anchor scripture is John 3 and 3. and the CSB translation, it reads, Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So like I mentioned, this episode is going to talk about community and discipleship. Mm-hmm. But Ashley's going to tell you a little bit more about what we're going to talk about. So this episode objective is to discuss the importance of finding community and helping you grow in Christ and to start to spread the word of God in your own way. So this episode's focus scripture will be Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. And it reads, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up. But pity to the one who falls without another to lift him up. Also, if two lie down together, they can keep warm. But how can one person alone keep warm? And if someone overpowers one person, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Alright, so you guys know how we like to do it. We cannot do anything without inviting Holy Spirit in to just be with us and just to dwell. You know, he our third member. All right. So let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we thank you so much for today. We rejoice and are glad in today, Father God. We thank you for the fellowship. We thank you for bringing us together one more time, God, just to study your word. We thank you for the importance that you said in your word for us to have community, to build our community And just to be open with our community, Father God, that we will not be alone here in this earth. For we know that loneliness is not of you. And even one of your promises, Father God, is that you will will never be long. You'll never leave us nor forsake us, Father God. So we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word that continues to give us daily encouragement for our lives. We thank you that we study your word, Father God, and that you will dwell here with us, Father God, and give us the words to say on today. 
to encourage your people to build a community, to have a community, Father God, and to also continue to strengthen their community as well so that we may be able to continue to be, upbuild the kingdom of God. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, Ashley. Thank you so much for bringing Holy Spirit into the room. Yes, yes. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, of course, in this episode, we're talking about how important it is to find a community. But I wanted to emphasize the importance of not just finding any community. (laughs) So I believe that you should... Find a community of like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say this is because it's going to keep your attention. So, for example, if you like coffee and I keep trying to push tea on you, you're going to get tired of me, right? I don't want no tea in the I I, I asked for coffee, you know. I want the Starbucks coffee. So, I know at our church, we are lunching what we call our groups. And they lunch a lot of nice ones. But, you know, as I was scrolling through, I did see some that I was not interested in at all. And you know what I did? I kept scrolling. I didn't just join the group because it's a group. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, we have a bowling group. I like to bowl, but I'm not in love with bowling, Mm -hmm. you know? So every single time that group joined, I wasn't going to be ran to, oh, let me go bowl because I'm really not into bowling. So that's why I think it's important for us to find a group of like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. And, yes, we are all Christians, But that doesn't mean that we have the same likes and dislikes. And God knew that when he created us, that's why he gave us all so many interests. That's why some people are interested in this hobby, whereas some people aren't. He knew that we were all going to be different like that. And I'm not saying this so you can just, like, ignore that person that you don't have something in common with. Mm -hmm. I'm not not even saying that you can't not be that friend. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you want to find a group of like-minded individuals so they can keep your attention. Because sometimes you will go through phases where it's going to be a struggle to make it places. And if you're interested in that thing, it's going to make it a little bit more easier to get you out the door. Mm -hmm. To back that point up too, you are who you hang around. I know y'all have heard that famous saying before. This is also why you want to find a Christian community Mm -hmm. because you are who you hang around. So if you want to try and stick around with your old worldly friends after you become reborn, your flesh may be reminded of the things that you guys used to do. So just think about that. In Proverbs 13 and 20, it says, walk with the wise and become wise. Mm -hmm. Associate with fools and get in trouble. So when you are reborn, you may have to drop off a couple of your friends so you can get your Christian self more established. What I mean by that is, y'all remember last week when Ashley used the example of the tree? So sometimes you have a limb on your tree that's made of flesh and you want that flesh to rot away. You want that branch to rot out and drop away, right? (laughs) And so sometimes you have to Get away from those types of friends that you have just until that part of your flesh rots away. Mm -hmm. And then when it rots away, you may be able to go back to that group of friends and hang around them because it's not going to affect you anymore because you're so strong in Christ. But I want to say proceed with caution with that Mm -hmm. because you have to know yourself. You have to be able to discern what's affecting your relationship with God and know when it's time to cut those group of people off or cut that act out or cut that song off, you know, 
you want to be able to discern that especially. Because yeah. sometimes, of course, you do have to disassociate yourself with people, especially if they're not supporting you and your decision. I would just say just be careful with the way that we do it. Say, for instance, today I just decided I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. I'm like, hey, friend, I want to turn, you know, just give my life for Christ. And I just want to try this Jesus thing out or whatever. You don't have to automatically say, hey, I'm, that means I'm going to cut you off because you are of the world. Mm-hmm. You don't have to cut everybody else Mm-mm. because that friend or that best friend most likely is going to be hurt. But you never know. If they were attached to you, to bring them along, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So we just have to be sensitive to Holy Spirit on how to deal with different friendships or relationships that we need to do. Because sure enough, some people are going to have to go. But that doesn't mean automatically mean all of them go, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So just be careful with that. Ask Holy Spirit. Ask a friend. Hey, we're talking about community, right? Mm-hmm. Ask a friend when it comes to disassociating yourself or distancing yourself with things and not and also people as well. Mm-hmm. And like you said with the music as well, because oh yeah, I know I have to disassociate myself from two chains. <laughs> Uh, Not a little bit. But I, I sometimes I do listen to the you know mm-hmm. the non custom the album. Yeah, it's, it's no problem with listening listening to the worldly music. But I'm like you, it's like it's only so much cussing I can take. So right. I, I be like, oh, I have met my level, yeah. my so limit for the I day. I always try to find the clean version before I download a song. Right. But I think I like the word that you use better than cut off. I think I like the word distance better. Yeah. Because like you said, you don't have to cut off your friendship from that person, but certain things you can't do with that person anymore so like if you and that person used to always go out and drink and party and club you might be like hey friend Mm -hmm. i'm going through this life-changing moment i still want to be your friend but right now where i'm at i can't handle the club Mm -hmm. not saying that you have to cut that person off it's just what we used to do i really can't do it anymore Mm -hmm. and then if that person like ashley said isn't receptive to you changing that's when you will have to distance yourself so if they do reach back out to you don't Mm -hmm. don't just like not text them you know you only go that far like ashley said depending on what holy spirit said so yeah i definitely agree with you on that you can trim and then cut (laughs) yeah well no my tree example wasn't for um, oh yeah yeah. the the person it was for the the part of the flesh that you have issues our thorn basically Mm -hmm. Uh so like if you're trying to stop cussing you can't call up your friend and just cuss all the time. You can be like, hey, friend, I'm trying to stop cussing, so can you limit that a little bit? You mm-hmm. know? So that's what I meant by that tree example. I definitely believe, and I know for a fact, that the devil will, it's so much easier to sift you if you're alone. Mm-hmm. That is the greatest trick of the enemy, is to get you in alone and to make you feel or make you think that you are alone. Yeah. Because the devil will try to make you feel that. You're alone, and it's a dangerous place to be in. For example, like the other week, a friend of mine, Holy Spirit, just unctioned me, placed her in my heart to like reach out and see what was going on, how she's doing, and it turned out that she did have COVID. I didn't know that she was going through like these thoughts of like, "Hey, God, you know, I'm Christian. Why did I get this?" Blah blah blah, and she was just having a hard time with that in, in personal life as well, and how Holy Spirit just put on my mind to even just send her like scripture videos to help her go to sleep at night and to just play it as she went to sleep and also just to remind her of the covenant promises 
of healing and just to walk in your healing. And that Holy Spirit is still with her even then. So if I was to close up this section, just to get connected and then stay connected. I don't know if y'all saw our friendship series. This is the old series for all of our new viewers. So y'all probably never even heard of it before. Okay. <laughs> but I was listening to that series to get prepared for this episode because it's kind of the same thing with finding a community and getting friendships. And our guest on the show, Ms. Demetria Coleman, she talked about one-third friendships, how it's vital mm-hmm. to have three types of friends in your life. And it, you know, one-third makes a whole. Y'all know. Y'all may have people out there. Come on. Now. So, there's three vital relationships that I believe you need in this Christian walk. Mm-hmm. So, when you build a community, you want to try to find these three people. Not saying you only need three Christian friends. No, <laughs> what I'm saying. I reach my limit back. Yeah. I can't talk to you. <laughs> so, like I said, there's three types of friendships. So, you want somebody that's higher than you someone that's equal to you, and then someone that's under you. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it perfect to go in the Bible and find examples of this, because, you know, they always say test test the word by the word, right? Mm -hmm. So for someone that's higher than you, this is the friend that you need that's at a different level than you, and it can be a different level of faith, a different level of business, any kind of level, you know. But it's someone that you want to look up to, as you grow. And the example of this type of friendship is Timothy to Paul. Mm-hmm. So Paul was at a higher place of faith than Timothy when they first met. And Paul was able to mentor Timothy and help him cultivate the relationship that he grew to have. And also help him to grow in becoming the minister that he eventually became. And another reason why it's so good to have this type of friend is They are going to push you outside of your comfort zone. They're going to challenge you to be better than what you are. And in this life, you always need to grow. And that's what Paul did for Timothy. In 1 Corinthians 4, 14 through 17, y'all can study that on your own time. Paul pushed Timothy outside of his comfort zone by sending him to speak to the Corinth people. The reason I say that it pushed him outside of his comfort zone because You know, the mission didn't go 100% successful, but it did prune him and prepare him to become what he eventually was going to become when Paul was incarcerated. And so by the time Paul was older in his life, Timothy was ready. Mm -hmm. So you want a friend that's like a mentor that's going to help you get to their level. Yeah. And then the other type of friend is someone that's equal to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say struggle because it's not always going to be a struggle. But someone who can relate to you in that moment. So the example of this is Ruth and Naomi. So typically this book is used for like romanticized stories. But we're going to look at the friendship. A lot of people brush past the friendship of mm-hmm. Naomi and Ruth. But at one point Naomi tried to send Ruth back. And Ruth was like, no, like we're friends, we're family. I'm in this with you. And they went through it together. Both Naomi and Ruth had lost somebody that was close to them. Ruth was married to Naomi's son, and Naomi, that was her son. And mm-hmm. so they both lost someone close to them. But sticking together, it got them through it. It yeah. got them to where she was able to meet. What's that man's name? Boaz. Oh, I'm sorry. How I forget that? <laughs> it got them to the point where Ruth was able to meet Boaz. Mm-hmm. And... Going back 
to our focus scripture, verse 10, where it says, For if the other falls, his mm-hmm. companion can lift him up. Right. But pity the one who falls without another to lift him up. So just imagine what Naomi would have been if Ruth had actually went back to her tribe or the other way around. There are times when you can talk to somebody on your level and be like, Girl, I just don't understand the scripture at all. And they be like, I don't either. Then you be like, Whew, it's not just me. Yeah, so... You do need somebody that you can relate to in that moment. Yeah. And also to encourage you, hey, girl, you read your Bible. Ooh, I didn't. Let me read my Bible. You know, accountability partner. Yeah, definitely. And then the last type of friend is someone who is underneath you. And the reason I say that you need this type of friend is because it's going to help you grow your faith. Little do you know. I know that sounds crazy. But mm-hmm. I know that... Y'all heard that famous song, As I Minister to You, I Minister to Myself. That that lyric in that song, I can't remember what song that is. But it's literally true. And the example I found to this, bringing back up Paul and Timothy. So Timothy was underneath Paul. And at Paul's toughest moments, he was still encouraging and mentoring Timothy in different seasons of his life. Mm -hmm. And most of the time... As people, when we have mentors, we always be like, oh, they're so perfect. They got everything together. They don't go through trials. They don't struggle, blah, 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 blah. But it's not true. Them mentoring us, they actually minister to themselves in that moment. So, for example, I know a lot of times when I get on this platform, I may say something out my mouth that I needed. Mm-hmm. When I was in my quiet time and Holy Spirit sent it to me at this moment. So, definitely mentor someone else, mm-hmm. and they can help take you out of the struggle that you are in. And also, with mentoring someone that's underneath you, that is going to lead to the discipleship portion of our episode. So, keep that in mind before we get there. So, I get a chance to serve up my church in our student church. So, we have like small group. And we kind of do have discussed the lesson, discussed several different scriptures, and then we go into big group, and then we have like a little sermonette or whatever. We discuss the topic. So I find it so amazing how Holy Spirit can take the word, I can explain it to them, and then they even tell me some things that I need to help myself in. So it's so crazy, like how you say it, like me being the high authority, me, me being the older person helping the students understand the word and then they come back and just have like a the most simplest thing to say um, that will help me throughout the week yeah so that's very true when it comes to you saying helping uplifting me in that uh, scenario helping to me to grow during that time Mm -hmm. so that is great as well accountability is huge and just to kind of correct somebody or to guide somebody back to what they need to be doing, I do want to point out that that there is a way to do so. And just wanted to point out the scripture, Galatians 6, 1 through 2. It says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Mm-hmm. Key word. Gently. So, but watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. 
just wanted to point out two key words. Restore them gently. Yeah. Restore that person gently. You just never know how a person may feel. I mean, heck, they they admitted it to you, and they want the accountability whether they ask for it or not. But they're opening up their heart to you, and they say, hey, you know, girl, I done messed up. I done said, I done did that thing or said that thing, and I, and I know I'm in the wrong. So they're actually opening up, but it's our job as a friend or whomever it is in the relationship is to restore that person gently. Gently remind them about the Word of God. Gently give them an experience like, hey, I was there before if you have been, and then go ahead and restore the person. Pray for them. And check in it from time to time, if need be, however the Holy Spirit leads you to do so. And also, the importance, that is the way that we fulfill the law of Christ. And also, just giving grace to somebody. Just think about it if, you know, when we do commit some type of sin or do some kind of wrong, and we go to God to repent, you wouldn't expect God to say, you sinner, you, <laughs> you know? He would restore you gently and to freely give you forgiveness and forgive you from those things and you're able to turn right back to Christ. To bring back the point of mentoring and I know you're probably thinking girl I am a brand new baby Christian what are you talking about Mm -hmm. discipling to somebody it's possible you do not have to be this doctor of philosophy (laughs) to preach the gospel to someone. Yeah. And when we say the gospel, the gospel is just the good news yeah. that Jesus died for us on the cross. We are forgiven for sins. And we have your, we have a savior. That's as simple as that. You don't have to go and study scriptures with these people yes. to bring them to Christ. Your job is just to preach the good news to them. Then you can turn them over to their shepherd who is supposed to lead and guide them. Mm-hmm. Especially if you are not called to be a preacher. Okay. <laughs> So, like I mentioned in the first episode, if y'all have not checked that out, be sure to check that out, Relationship with God. I use the dating analogy of how the different steps that you go through when you get into know somebody. And the last step was you wanted to tell everybody about this person that you're with. Once you get into, well, I'll say once you get deep into this Christian thing, you want to tell everybody you run into, you could go Dollar General, hey girl, have a blessed day, Jesus is the king, you know, just randomly, you just want to tell everybody about how good your God is. And Mark 16, 15 tells us that that's what we're supposed to do. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creations. Share the gospel, but you can share it in your own way. That is why I want to encourage you as a new believer to know you can share the gospel in your own way. And he does not care how you are, I'll say. I want y'all to do some studying in y'all spare time. Jesus' disciples were not perfect. Mm-mm, not at all, John. But he chose each one of them for a reason. Mm-hmm. And each one of them were able to get people to God's kingdom in their own special way. So it's definitely important to share the gospel in your own way. Mm-hmm. And God has given you a talent. And he has also given you a spiritual gift. Yeah. So Romans 12 and 6 says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. And the difference between 
a talent and a spiritual gift. I'll talk about talent first. Talent gifts can be found before you are reborn. So talent gifts like singing, dancing, um, being creative. Some people have gifts to be a motivational speaker. You know, those gifts that people can use outside of being in the church. Mm -hmm. God blesses everybody with the talent, even the ones who haven't accepted them. They have a talent. And this talent can be used for God. And I say it should be used for God because he gave it to you. So, for example, my cousin, he's been on our show, King James Jr. He dances. He does my ministry. And he leads people to Christ while he dances my men. Mm -hmm. So that's how he leads people to Christ in his own way. And then you have Russell Wilson, the football player. Hopefully I got his name right. He was blessed with the talent to play football. And he went pro. And he has so many eyes on him. And he talks about the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And interviews on his social media page, you see the goodness of God and you see Christ in him and that is a way for him to use his talent to spread the word because people look at him as like a football player and literally they know they can look Christ inside of them so that's what I mean by like those talent gifts and then spiritual gifts are provided when you are reborn and everybody does have a spiritual gift don't think that you don't have one You just have to find out what your spiritual gift is. And there is spiritual gift test. We'll link that down below if you are interested. Because I know we had to do it at our church. Mm -hmm. And spiritual gifts can be used to help determine where you should serve at church. And the reason I say this is because everybody doesn't have the gift to be an usher. Or everybody doesn't have the gift to interpret tongues. Mm -mm. Everybody doesn't have the gift to pray out loud. Mm -mm. Everybody doesn't have the gift of leading worship. Yes, God. Spiritual gifts are given to you by God to move the church forward, okay? But I do want to point out, it is vital for you to be comfortable with the spiritual gifts that God gave you Mm -hmm. and not compare yourself to somebody else's spiritual gift Mm -hmm. because that'll mess you all the way up. All the way up. Yeah. So you don't want to be in the position that God didn't want you in just because you were trying to be like somebody else. And then you don't want to be envious of somebody because you're not in their position when God don't even want you there. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he gave you the power of the drums for a reason. <laughs> so why are you up here trying to pray? <laughs> you know, you have to let God use you where he wants to use you. But I just wanted to let y'all know, it's so important, you can disciple even if you just came up out that water. Mm-hmm. You can still disciple and get somebody to Christ. Just remember to do it in your own special way. Yeah. So whatever talent you got, use it to uplift the kingdom. If you're a drawer, draw some, um, what are the things you call them? Coloring pages. You know, people love to um, color the scriptures. or um, You can even sell paintings to church. Mm-hmm. They don't buy paintings, you know. If you're an actor, come on now, Tyler Perry. Come you on. got... We need some good TV out there. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Hell, come on now. Yeah. We're waiting on you to upbuild kingdom. Yeah. So and everything everything that the world does, a kingdom citizen can do that same thing in the world ten times better than that worldly person could ever do it. Yeah. So remember that. Yeah. We're waiting on you. We're waiting. We need you. But mm-hmm. before you can even start to use your gift for Christ, and build the kingdom first you do have to accept Jesus 
as your savior. Mm -hmm. So like Ashley said, the kingdom is waiting on you. So if you happen to be watching this episode and you haven't accepted Jesus as your savior or you can't remember ever accepting him as your savior, it's okay if you do it twice. You don't care. (laughs) So right now is the perfect opportunity to accept him as your savior. And I just want to ask, what are you waiting on? You have a whole community of people just waiting to connect with you. But first, what you must do is just repeat this very simple prayer after us. So close your eyes and make this moment intimate and let's go into prayer. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And just that simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ. And we're so excited to have you a part of our family. Yes. We're so excited to connect with you. And this episode is called Community. So if you need a community, definitely feel free to reach out to us. And you do want to try and connect with a Bible teaching church in your area where you will have a community where you can touch that person if you need to. But if you can't, we always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we also have a Facebook page where you can connect with people if you are doing the virtual thing. All right. So that's all that we have for you guys today. We want to thank you so much for spending your Saturday morning with us in the chat. And remember, if you guys are catching the replay, remember the hashtag replay down in the comment section. And if you are listening on any of our podcasting platforms, please leave us a review. It goes a long way for our ministry. Mm-hmm. So thank you in advance. And while you're there, go ahead and share with five of your friends and also your enemies. Let's count them up. It's one, two, three, four, and five. We bless them. Yes. Bless your folks. Bless your community. Please. Good old yes. podcast. And after you bless them, be sure to like this video and hit that subscribe button if you haven't and that bell notification like we mentioned at the start of this episode Mm -hmm. and then do not forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms they will be on the screen for you right now Mm -hmm. and if you have any prayer requests be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you yes we will and if you are a reborn new believer be sure to check our description box out for our reborn workbook and if you cannot support us financially we do have a free resource down there because we want everybody to be able to connect and grow in god yeah if you have not ready be sure to catch the replay of our obedience talks you know we had tents and tabernacle the first talk and then we had the amazing bond with christ so be sure to check those out and comment below on those videos as well Yep, so we are going to go ahead and get up out of here so you guys can enjoy the rest of your day. We pray that this video found you blessed, Mm -hmm. and we pray that you have a great rest of the day. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.